welcome to Christ Covenant Chapel podcast with Reverend Kingsley Ayesu. We are a Bible-believing church with a sole purpose of positively impacting our generation. We are elated that you joined us. Wherever you're connecting from, we believe your life will not be the same. Now, let's tune in to today's life-changing message. Hello, friends. What a joy to be with you. Thanks for meeting here once again and allowing me into your space while we do life together. I hope you are being blessed by the content we share on this platform. We can think of life as an equation, but only if we add the faith factor, the circumstance, the fact, or the influence that contributes to the result or outcome. Today, I want us to talk about the secret weapon that can defeat the enemy, the faith factor. When faith is factored into the equation, it is always enough. It won't always make sense, but it will always add up. So, don't quit, because quitters don't win, and winners don't quit. We are closer now than when we first began. Once you learn to quit, it becomes a habit. In Romans chapter 4, verse 16 through 21, Paul says, and I quote, Therefore it is of faith that it might be according to grace, so that the promise might be sure to all the seed, not only to those who are of the law, but also to those who are of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. As it is written, I have made you a father of many nations in the presence of him whom he believed, God, who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did, who, contrary to hope, in hope believed, so that he became the father of many nations, according to what was spoken. So shall your descendants be. And not being weak in faith, he did not consider his own body already dead since he was about a hundred years old and the deadness of Sarah's womb. He did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God and being fully convinced that what he had promised, he was also able to perform. End of quote. Ladies and gentlemen, when God makes a promise, faith believes it, hope anticipates it, patience quietly awaits it, then we see the physical manifestation of what we have believed. Promises are only as dependable as the one who makes them. It is useless to try to hold some people to anything they say while they are madly in love, drunk, or running for office. In Romans chapter 1, verse 16 through 17, again, the Apostle Paul said, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first and also for the Greek. For in it, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. If you don't live by faith, 
you can't live at all. One of the greatest fights of faith is the time between the promise and the physical manifestation of that promise. I call it the messy middle. The waiting period is the most agonizing period of our Christian walk. It is the in-between that the battle of faith is fought. It is in these two periods that we do not know what to do. When Jesus walked on earth, he demonstrated faith. You see, I think there is the Thomas faith and the Abraham faith. You cannot get Abraham's blessings with Thomas's faith. The Thomas faith wants to see to believe. The Abraham faith believes before seeing. The work of faith is diametrically opposed to the work of flesh. Faith makes cash out of God's check. St. Augustine said, Faith is to believe what you do not see. The reward of this faith is to see what you believe. Faith is voluntary anticipation, believing there will be a fulfillment of those that are told as by the Lord. In Luke chapter 1 verse 45, Bible says, believing there will be a fulfillment of those things that are told us by the Lord. It is believing that it will be just as it was told us. When Paul was on a ship traveling to Rome to go defend the gospel before Caesar, they encountered a storm on the sea. The other passengers thought they were going to perish. But Paul stood in the midst of them in Acts chapter 27, verse 23 to 25, and said to them, he said, For there stood by me this night an angel of the God to whom I belong and whom I serve, saying, Do not be afraid, Paul. You must be brought before Caesar. And indeed, God has granted you all those who sail with you. Based on that revelation, he said to them, Therefore take heart, men, for I believe God that it will be just as it was told me. Wow! Faith is believing that it will be just as it was told you. In Romans chapter 4 and verse 20, Bible says about Abraham, not wavering at the promise of God, but being fully convinced. Other translation says being fully persuaded that what he has promised, he is able to perform. Faith is judging him faithful who has promised. In Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1, Bible says, Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Houston pastor John Bizango describes a time when his daughter Melody, age 5, came to him and asked for a dollhouse. John promptly nodded and promised to build her one. Then he went back to reading his book. Soon he glanced out his study window and saw Melody with dishes, toys, and dolls, making trip after trip, piling up playthings in the yard. He asked his wife what Melody was doing. Melody responded, Oh, her daddy promised to build her a dollhouse, and she believed him. She's getting ready for it. John said he threw away the book and raced to the lumber yard for supplies. He came back and built the house for his daughter. 
You see, when God calls, he calls us into impossibilities. Because if it is possible with our human strength, who needs God? You have to believe that if God does not show up, you will fall flat. Your anxiety and stress does not move God. Don't try to help God. Abraham manufactured a mistake because he was trying to help God. If you are not careful, your mistake will play with your miracle. Bible says one day Sarah looked out the window and saw Ishmael playing with Isaac and also mocking Isaac. If you are not careful, your mistake will mock your miracle. When God promised Abraham and Sarah a son, Sarah laughed. For 25 years, they had to walk the walk of faith. If you are going to walk by faith, then you have to receive the word of God. God had spoken to Abraham and Abraham received the word. The word of God is the beginning and the end of the work of faith. In Romans chapter 10 and verse 17, Bible says, So now faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. When God speaks a word, it is as good as done. When God says now, he means now. But you have to understand, his now is different from our now. An angel visits a virgin in Bethlehem by the name of Mary and gives Mary a word. Mary's response was, The handmaiding of the Lord, may it be to me according to your word. The angel said to Elizabeth, For with God nothing shall be impossible. Ladies and gentlemen, be pregnant with a big vision and then have faith in God to, co- to accomplish what you are believing him for. Yongi Cho, he was a poor, poor, poor man that poor people called him poor. He prayed and said, God, I need a bicycle, a desk and a chair. He came to church and told his handful of of a congregation that he has a bike, a chair, and a desk. And people knew he didn't have squat. So the deacons came to him and said, Pastor, we want to see them. He took them home and opened his door and said, See, there they are. And the room was empty. He pointed to his stomach and said to them, Here, I am pregnant with them. The next day he went to church and the children were laughing at him saying, Pastor, we hear you are pregnant with bicycles and chairs. And for many years, nothing happened. Then he went back to God and said, God, what is happening here? God said, you prayed, but you were not specific. So he said, well, I need an American bike, a mahogany desk and a chair that has wheels. Not too long after that, an American missionary was returning home and gave his mahogany desk, chair, and an American bicycle to him. You see, do not only believe the word and receive the word, you also have to release the word through your confession. In Ephesians chapter 1 verse 5, Bible says, Be imitators of God as dear children of God. Imitate in the Greek is permetus, that is mimic, speak the same things as God. 
In Hebrews 13, 5 and 6, Bible says, Let your conduct be without covetousness. Be content with such things as you have. For he himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So we may boldly say, The Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? Listen to me, ladies and gentlemen. Because he has said, we can boldly say. He said, we can boldly say it. If he has promised, we can boldly declare it. If he has given his word, we can boldly confess it. Ecclesiastes chapter 8 and verse 4 says, Where the word of the king is, there is power. Where the word of the Lord is, there is power to perform what he has declared. Jesus is walking with the disciples one day and they see this fig tree that was supposed to have uh, have fruits on it and was nothing. And Bible says that Jesus cast the tree and it withered, it perished. The disciples became astonished and Jesus said to them, have faith in God. The literal Greek says, have the faith of God. See, Bible says, say to the children of Israel, as they have spoken to my hearing, that's exactly what I will do for them. You see, God does what we speak. You declare it and God does it. Bible says in the book of Job, you shall decree a thing and it shall be established. The next thing you do is to rejoice in the answer. Praise is proof positive that you believe God. I am not moved by what I see. I'm not moved by what I hear. I'm not moved by circumstances. I am moved by the word of the Lord. In Habakkuk chapter 3, verse 17 through 19, Bible says, Though the fig tree may not blossom, though fruit be on nor, nor fruit be on the vines, though the labor of the olive may fail, and the fields yield no food, though the flock may be cut off from the fold, and there be no head in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord, I will joy in the God of my salvation. The Lord God is my strength. He will make my feet like deer's feet and he will make me walk on my high places. Have faith in God and believe in yourself. You are not a face in the crowd. You are not an accident waiting to happen. When you were born, the angels clapped their hands in wonder. You are a designer's original. You are loaded with potential with a capital P. Nobody can make you feel inferior without your permission. Elena Roosevelt said that. You may be black, white, or polka dots. It makes no difference. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. The storms do not negate the presence of God in your life. God tries you to see if you can be trusted with the blessings he has prepared for you and to see the authenticity of your faith. To see how you manage disappointment. I heard this story about a missionary. It's, it, 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 it says that a missionary on follow told this true story while visiting his home church in Michigan. It goes like this. While serving at a small field hospital in Africa, every two weeks, I traveled by bicycle through the jungle to a nearby city for supplies. It was a journey of two days and required camping overnight at the halfway point. On one of these journeys, I arrived in the city where I planned to collect money from a bank, purchase medicine and supplies, and begin my two-day journey back to the hospital. Upon arrival at the city, two men were fighting, and one was seriously injured. I treated his injuries and told him about Jesus Christ. 
I then traveled two days, camped overnight, overnight, and arrived back home without incident. Two weeks later, I repeated my journey. When I arrived back at the city, I was approached by the young man I had treated. He told me he knew I carried money and medicines. He said, some friends and I followed you into the jungle, knowing you would camp overnight. We planned to kill you and take your money and drugs. But just as we were about to jump your camp, we saw that there were you were surrounded by 26 armed guards. At this point, the missionary said, I laughed and said that I certainly was all alone out in that jungle campsite. But the young man insisted. He pressed the point saying, No, sir, I was not the only person to see the guards. My five friends also saw them and we all counted them. It was because of those 26 armed guards that we were afraid and left you alone. At this point in his message, a man in the audience jumped to his feet and interrupted the missionary and asked the exact day that incident happened. The missionary told him, and the man excitedly told this story. He said, on the night of your incident in Africa, it was morning here and I was preparing to play golf. I was about to tee off when I felt the edge to pray for you. In fact, the edging of the Holy Spirit was so strong, I called men to meet me here to pray for you. If you were here with me that day to pray, please stand up. The men who met together to pray stood up. The missionary wasn't really concerned with who they were, but he wept as he counted their number. You guessed it. There were 26 of them. God hears and God still answers prayer. Prayer works. Your faith, your confidence and trust can be placed completely and totally in God. He will not let you down. God was faithful then. He is faithful now and will forever be faithful. Choose to trust God. Put your trust in God. Place your hope in His hands. The reason some of us can still stand tall in life today is because God is faithful and God is a promise keeper. I pray over you today. May the Lord bless you in the city and bless you in the country. The Lord bless the fruit of your womb and all that pertains to you. The Lord bless you when you come in and bless you when you go out. The Lord cause your enemies who rise up against you to be defeated before you. They will come at you from one direction and flee in seven. The Lord command a blessing on your bands and on everything you put your hand to do. The Lord bless you in everything he has given you. The Lord establish you and grant you abundant prosperity in everything. The Lord open the heavens over you, the storehouse of his bounty, and bless all the works of your hands. Friends, keep the faith. Hold on. Things will get better. It might be stormy now, but it can't rain forever. Change your thoughts and you will change your life and thereby you will change your world. 
I have said before that it is in the quiet crucible of your personal private sufferings that your noblest dreams are born. And God's greatest gifts are given in compensation for what you have been through. So hang in there and keep the faith. As I wrap up this week, I want to indulge you for a moment. If you have not accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please say this short prayer with me. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner and I ask for for your forgiveness. I believe you died for my sins and rose from the dead. I turn from my sins and invite you to come into my heart and life. I want to trust and follow you as my Lord and my Savior. Amen. If you said that prayer, please find a Bible-believing church to attend. If you are in the Twin Cities of Minnesota, come on and join us at 5452 DuPont Avenue North in Brooklyn Center and God will bless you. Till we meet again, keep on keeping on and keep the faith. I will see you at the top. That is where you belong. Shalom. Thank you for connecting with us today. For more of this content, be sure to subscribe, share, and comment. Engage with us at Christ Covenant Chapel on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Join us same time next week on our next episode.